1: time for another edition of the financial answer with nathan o'brien and we have to be careful because we got diseases let's mm. go around we got financial mm. diseases nathan yeah. Um, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it that could bad. be bad. So we're, we're going to have some fun. I'm going to make you uh, a doctor on this episode. You're going oh, nice. to be Dr. Okay. Nate. Yeah, that sounds good.
0: <laughs> Dr. Nate. Dr. Nate. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Uh, so you're don't get you not an actual doctor, but you get to oh, play one on a podcast. On. Oh, so,
0: okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all
1: right. Yeah. I can do that. Uh, we're going to have some fun here with some uh, you know made-up terms we've got here. We're going to take some financial <laughs> descriptions and turn them into a financial disease and see if you can help us figure out the cure form or at least... <laughs> okay. Hey, or at least perfect. some sort of, um, you know, an apple a day right? or something. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Something to make it better. Okay. How you doing, my friend?
0: I'm doing great. I'm doing, doing really good. So I'm excited about this. So that's coming up with all these uh, cures to your, your disease. Yeah. Here.
1: yeah. Tanya's <laughs> going to be like, uh, no, he's, he's, when he has a cold, he's a big baby. How's he going to be a doctor?
0: <laughs> How do you know what she's thinking? Cause you're a man and we all do it. <laughs> That's funny. My wife <laughs> loves to do
1: that to me. She's like, "Oh, you've got a cold." Oh no, the world's ending. You know? I was like, "All right, what are we gonna all do?" Right. All right. I was yeah, like, "Maybe we get, right. a, maybe we get a little whiny when we have a cold." Maybe. I don't the, know what you're talking. About. I don't know either. Don't, yeah. yeah, let's yeah. move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> financial diseases. All right, are you ready, Doc? Yeah, sounds all good. Right. <laughs> Doctor Nate, here we go. All right. Uh, I'm suffering from acute portfolio riskopathy. <laughs> what okay. might uh, what might you do for this because basically patients who have this uh, often have issues with the volatility in their portfolio, which can lead to other symptoms and health issues like upset stomach, inability to sleep, (laughs) um, or general frustration. So, Doc, what do I do about acute portfolio riskopathy?
0: Well, upset stomach, you can take some Pepto, I guess, for that. (laughs) I mean, I think this comes down to uh, just education. So, you know, people don't. A lot of time, it's surprising to me how many people don't truly know how much risk they have in their portfolio. So they have these investments, they've got their life savings in this stuff, what they're relying on for their entire retirement. And it's invested in these things that they have no idea could lose 20%, you know, or 40% or whatever. So depending on the risk that they have, it's just education. So have the conversation with your advisor on what is the standard deviation? That's the question. Okay, Standard deviation is a measurement of volatility. So uh, very few people even think about that when it comes to investing, but that's a crucial, important topic that you need to have the discussion with your advisor about. So what's the risk? What's the standard deviation of this? How much is it? Because I don't care if they tell you that it's a conservative portfolio. I've seen this year alone, I've seen conservative portfolios be down 35%. I don't think that's conservative in my mm, mind. Mm-hmm. You know, So conservative means nothing. It's what is the standard deviation? What is that actual measurement of volatility. So good thing to talk about with your advisor.
1: Well, and many of us are suffering from this right now because again, you know, we just talked about this a little bit last week, but we've mentioned numerous times over yeah. several podcasts this year that, you know, the market has been super favorable up until 22, 2022, 2022. and it so has. if you yep. didn't really pay attention or didn't do much to your portfolio, you probably were carrying more risk than you, than was bothering right. you because it was, you know, everybody's happy when the risk, when it's up.
0: Man, I've seen a lot of investing experts over the past five and ten years because basically they pick a large cap stock and you know a company that's well known. They they buy that it's done great for that time frame. They're not investing experts now. Yeah. You know a lot of those <laughs> yeah. stocks have taken a nosedive this year um, and down you know twenty plus percent, especially yeah. at some points. So you know they may not be down that much now, but they were at that at one point. So that's a lot of volatility for people that are just used to seeing positives, you know, uh, with that or a really quick dip and and increase back like we saw during COVID. So, um, you know, it's just important. Diversification is always your friend. It always will be from now on. So don't put all of your eggs in one basket. And that doesn't mean one stock. That means not even the same asset class. So just make
1: sure you diversify right. Yeah, if you don't want to have that acute portfolio riskopathy, that's kind of fun to say, actually. <laughs> that's uh, a cool. That's a yeah, cool term that you cool came up term, with yeah. there, just, yeah. just make sure that you know you <laughs> are properly, you get the proper risk uh, for the time horizon of your life. Yes, basically. That's, that, yes that, that's that's the right. kind of the cure, doc. So
0: and know how to know what that means. And not what what just means, conservative
1: yeah. or aggressive or whatever? Actually yeah, don't know put know that, vague, yeah, that vague. Yeah, that vague label on it. Get no, that's get right. some more specifics in there. That's okay, old fogies disease. Uh, You've this, got this one, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. This, this, this one wasn't as creative, but that's okay. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, that's, that's what people don't want to get. They don't want to get old fogey's disease in this case, which is where you wind up running out of money towards the end of life because you didn't mm. properly oh, yeah. put okay. some plans in place.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a cure for this, but it does come down to what you said. I mean, it's planning. Um, you know, you can – there's always a risk of running out of money, but – if you build a plan and if you follow that plan then the odds of that are significantly declined okay um so making sure that number one again you're diversified right and you're not stuck in low yield investments you know a lot of times people think well you know now the market's down i got to get out before it goes down more well that's the worst time to sell you know you're locking in those losses then so don't do that because it can take Decades for you to recover from that in a CD or something that's paying one or two percent. So, so don't do that. Don't take those. Don't lock in those losses. Just make sure that you follow your plan and stay on course with that because the plans are built for a reason. Hmm. Distributions are there. I know things happen uh, from time to time. Random stuff, unexpected things happen. But again, a good financial plan should have. The ability to do some what if scenarios, you You know, know, what if what if the market does this or what if, you know, Social Security is cut by 10 percent or whatever? What if all these different things happen? You can kind of run those and see how's it going to work out? You know, what if that happens? Am I still, am I going to be
1: short at 80? That's right. Yeah. And you know, do I need to,
0: you know, not live to 92 or whatever. (laughs) Right. So, and that
1: Um, might not be an option you control. So therefore you might have to cut down some spending or, or start saving some more if you're still working or whatever.
0: Yeah. It's funny, all the uh, a lot of the guys, you know, they'll say, "Well, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, live to 92. I'll just take care of that or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you yeah, pretty sure that's okay. illegal?" So, yeah, yeah, it's illegal. You can't
1: walk back in the, you know, can't ask your wife. I tell, I tease my wife the same thing. I'm like, "Hey, we got plenty of dirt in the backyard. Just, you know." Just put me just out there knock and, me in the head. Yeah, put me, yeah, me, put me out there, there in the burn yeah, barrel right. or something. Yeah. She, she just is like, oh, you're such a dork. <laughs> she
0: might do that. She, you know, yeah, she, uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure at times we all want to. But that's yeah, right. It, no, that's
1: there's, right. There's rules in place for that. <laughs> uh, all right, Nathan. So, number three, we're all suffering from this. Um, mm, it's, a, okay. it's definitely a rash that we've all got. I don't know if there's any kind of ointment for this, but we're all suffering from oh, inflationitis.
0: Gosh. Oh, yes we are. Um, yes, I don't know if are. it's like
1: a bad case of ringworm or what, but we all got inflationitis. Uh, and you know, mm. what 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 can we do with it right now? Cuz obviously the official number is 9.1 at the time we're taping this, we don't have July's number <laughs> yet. High. But it's 9.1%. But let's, let's Can you believe
0: you're saying that? I know, by right? the way,
1: Well, actually I'm going I'm going to make it worse because Let's be honest, the official number they give, I think Mm. we all probably feel like it's a bit like on the 29.1%. It, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, if you go yeah. looking at the actual items that people <clears throat> buy on the regular and you breaking you break down those uh, numbers from those reports, it's actually much higher. Groceries yeah. are like at 15%. Yeah. You know, right. uh, rents are 30% higher. Fuel is at 50%. For, right, fuel. <laughs> so, I mean, rent, food, you know, gas. I mean, so the things that really do affect us uh, that drive our daily life, they're yeah. much higher than 9%. They are. Yes, that's
0: right. I mean, that's what happens with that is you know we're having just a basically it's it's eating away at our purchasing power okay i mean that's what's happening and the only way to really combat that um, is to simply invest in stocks okay that's going to help you to outpace inflation historically that's what works all right and it's not working right now and it doesn't work every second of every day okay but we will see that we will see stocks come back we'll see those positive returns again, and stocks historically have always outpaced inflation over a five-year time frame. I would expect that going forward. So you've got to make sure that you have some allocation to stocks. It just it doesn't have to be everything, but have something there, and that's going to help you to outpace that inflationary uh, increase that's there. Because Social Security just doesn't do it. You know, I mean, if you're yeah. if you're just in that um, CDs, of course are not going to do that. Um, you know, everybody's talking about I-bonds right now. Have you, had, have you heard a lot of stuff about that? No. Mm-mm. So I-bonds are a treasury bond right now. They're 30-year treasuries. They're paying 9.62%. Guaranteed, cannot lose money in it. Wow. Okay. Um, but it's based on inflation rates. So that's it's just barely outpacing inflation by like a quarter of a percent. Um, It's not going to pay that for the 30-year time frame. It's just paying it for a window here. That's it. So, um, you know, they're fine for that, but they're high because we're seeing inflation so high. That's why those rates are so high, why the yields are so high on those bonds. So um, stocks will do that. Historically, we've seen stocks that just – Uh, During the 70s and 80s, late 70s, early 80s, stocks were making tremendous returns when we had tremendous inflation. So, um, you know, I expect that to happen again over the next five years.
1: Yeah, it's interesting how, you know, that's like that some of that stuff kind of happens. Like, well, it's just technically over. Um, at the time we're taping this podcast, you're talking about just like just enough to squeak by um, the great Bill Russell uh, passed away from the NBA uh, legend, NBA basketball yeah. player. Yeah. And uh, back in the day when when he was the dominant center and player in the game and then Wilt Chamberlain came along, Wilt was the first player to get to make 100000 a year, I think. I think he got a contract <laughs> for 100000 And because Bill Russell already had a bunch of championships and said, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's like, I want to be the top player but instead of like some of the things today where they're asking for crazy money over the top he wanted to, he wanted 1001 <laughs> I mean, 100,000, 100,000. One, right? Yeah. One. yeah. He's like, uh, just, yeah, just, just $1 right. more. So I'm the just top player. <laughs> uh, so it kind of made me think about that with that bond thing. It's like, well, it's paying 9.2 and inflation's 9.1, you know, that's thing. right. So.
0: No, that's right. I mean, it's, this is something that you cannot leave out of your plan. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people, when they're doing these budget calculations themselves before they retire, they, they don't think about inflation. They don't calculate it correctly. Um, regular, it, you know, if they do. Let alone this Yeah, crazy regular. Thing, yeah. That's right. And, you know, we're still like a. Three percent average for the last twenty years, so it's not stupid over that uh, over that time frame. But it's getting stupid right now, yeah. you know. So, yeah. and that's what you're retiring in. So, be careful with that, and make sure that you keep an allocation to stocks, you know, to help you keep up with this because you're going to need it. Uh, yeah, I think going forward.
1: Well, inflationitis, you know, again is something maybe you know with Nathan using that uh, the term stupid in it, but stupid inflationitis. That's like severe. Yeah, so that's what we got. <laughs> We're suffering from stupid inflation. Yeah, you know, okay. It's, it's stupid <laughs> levels of. <laughs> uh, all is. right. Yes. This one's a this one's a pretty clever one here. But you know, one one that we we, we can't just avoid. Uh, nursing homeostasis. <laughs> or nursing, <laughs> nursing home, However you want to say good it. <laughs> however you want to pronounce however that. That's the way it. a lot of these medical terms that's right. are. You know? <laughs> that's, uh, I think I said it wrong, but that's okay. We're gonna roll. <laughs> patients <laughs> surfing surfing uh, patients suffering from you know nursing uh homatosis. Oh that's it. Homatosis. Oh, there there we go. There like, you go. Uh, homeatosis. Homeatosis, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They uh, yeah. they might experience from you know the deterioration of watching their wealth go away due to a mm. nursing home, right? Yeah. So yeah. this is something that winds up happening. Unfortunately, we we put it off. We don't want to talk about long term care because it it means Why? talking about mortality. Yeah, well, it means thing. talking about yeah. the end of your demise, end of your yep. life, right? That's right. And also that's maybe right. having some sort of debilitating disease, which is not fun. Nobody wants to talk about that or think about that. But the problem is, is if we don't. Inevitably, one of the two of you will get something. <laughs> and, and, it, and not only does it, yes. does it mess up, you know, obviously that, those portions of life, but then the person left behind typically gets gutted financially as well.
0: Yes, that can happen. And so, it, I mean, you've got to have a plan for this. So it's something that, you know, 70 plus percent of people are going to go to an assisted living facility. So, I mean, the odds of you going are super high. You know, the odds of me going are super high. So it's two out of three. Yeah, that's yeah. right. so it's a it's a big deal. And so you need to make sure that um, you consider this in your plan. How are you gonna pay for it? You know, Medicaid um, is not gonna pay for this stuff for you unless you just don't have anything, okay? Right. Or if you've maybe transferred it all to trusts or whatever, a lot of people do that, and that's fine. But you know the still you you're not covering assisted living facilities with Medicaid. Okay. That's only nursing home care. That's it. So, uh, and very few people go to a nursing home anymore. It's actually assist the living facilities. I know it's that way around you guys, Mark, you yeah. know, and, and on the coast over there. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like that across the entire country. So it's something you've got to plan for. You've got to make sure that you do, that sticking your head in the sand is not going to do anything. No.
1: And, so, and females uh, on average are about 3.7 um, years in a currently, yeah. you know, some current numbers, 3.7 yeah, years right. in a long-term care or some sort of. Long term assistance. Some type of care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, to be in your home,
0: you know, something like that. But having to to require some type of care there is
1: this this kind of surprised me when I saw this. And I don't know if this was a typo or not, but but I just recently saw this on one of the main medical um listings. It said men was two point two years and women was three point seven. And I thought, well that's saying backwards because we you know because ladies tend to live longer right i thought it yeah. would, and i thought right. men would be in there longer but i guess it's maybe because we're passing away right um, like right. once we go uh, into long-term care yeah. you, you don't
0: and you'll to, see that like long if you decide to purchase long-term care insurance almost always it's more expensive for the female than it is for the male because they're around longer. so yeah because yeah. you're around longer and you tend to stay in those facilities longer and so, that's
1: not mental <clears> that's <is> not even <throat> talking about if it's some sort of mental care like, a, like no was dementia right. or alzheimer's that's
0: right or, yeah no that's right so uh, we
1: got to have the chat it's not fun it's not pretty um but you know we don't want to be inflicted with this and, and have this really derail a lot of other things that we had right and and so it does beg the question it's like how do we get it done because it is it is so expensive, and that's yes, where you've got to talk right. to a professional, Nathan, whether you're self-funding, if you've got the money, or you're looking at different kind of programs, but there you've got to start addressing it the sooner the better because it is, it is so costly.
0: Yeah, and a lot of times people say, well, you know, we'll just let the kids take care of us, and they've said that they're going to do that and, and all, that's all this sweet, stuff. Well, that's fine. But yeah, they, they don't realize what they're saying a lot of times, you know, and what, they, what that is going to entail. And all of the, you know, a lot of times that person can't even work at that point. So, you know, does the spouse that's still working make enough income to support the family with that or whatever? So there's just so many things that you've got to consider. It's fine. Whatever you do is okay as long as you've got a plan. Yeah. You know, if this is what your plan is, that's fine. It'll work for you guys. It'll work for what you're trying to accomplish. That's good. But yeah. just don't do nothing. You've got to make sure that you got uh, this plan in place and taken care of. So
1: yeah, I've had, I've always kind of had this interesting thought. I thought that you know, as a nation, we should always. Um all 16 year olds should have to work fast food or retail for at least a year or two (laughs) Yeah, um, (laughs) so that we can all kind of, so that we can all be nicer right to to people who do work in those jobs. That's right. Uh, Anybody who's ever worked in one will say, yes, I agree with this wholeheartedly (laughs) because we need to be nicer to those folks. I don't Um, know when we got the idea that we could just treat every worker so bad. I I don't know why that's the case. And (laughs) and I've also thought that, you know, we, and then at that, and then at, at 18, like, we should all have to serve at least two years in the military uh, just, to kind yeah. of, just to kind of get the awesome. experience, just to yeah. kind of leave the country, see some other perspectives other than just what we see every just day Just get someone world. screaming in your face for a little bit. Well, you know? and not even just that, but <laughs> honestly just the, the level of finding out that things are right. not is uh, wonderful every place else and just that's terrible right. here all the time. No, and then right. the third piece of that equation, I, I've always thought if you've never sat down or talked with someone or worked with someone who's had to take care of someone with a long-term disability, mm. you should do that. Yeah. Uh, because if you are thinking at all about taking on that responsibility for yourself, go volunteer or do something to see what it's like. Cause it is daunting. Mm-hmm. It is It is very, yep. very hard to do. And then, it, and then it may, imagine that being someone you love, it's yeah. even worse. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. So definitely it's a wonderful, noble thought to say, Hey, we're just going to take care of each other or the kids are going to take care of us. But that's an awful lot to put on somebody too. It is. It is a tremendous amount. And,
0: and you know, I see, clients do that i have some clients that do that and and that's the plan and that's what they've wanted to do and sometimes they'll build a little add on to the house or something like that so there's a little bit of Uh, privacy, you know, Mm -hmm. that's there or something, but, but still it's difficult. Right. I mean, even the simple things like like
1: picking somebody up, like, you know, it's like, you know, Kim's like, look, I can't pick you up now. And I'm 45. She's like, there's no way at 75 I could pick you (laughs) up. That's right. You know, that's true. So So it's even the little things that you don't think about. Uh, So again, you got to have a plan for the long-term care coverage of some kind, talk with your professional, talk with your advisor, uh, do yourself that favor and, and your loved yep. ones as well. Yep. So, yeah. All right, right. Final one, Nathan, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, what right. if we're suffering from our final disease, Dr. Nate, which is Uncle Sam syndrome. Mm, the handout syndrome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, well, hand things, right? yeah. So, well, it can be a number of things, right? So this is certainly one of the ones that yeah. none of us like getting. Uh, we yeah, don't like that. R- <laughs> we, we, we lose too much of our money to, to Uncle Sam syndrome sometimes. Mm. Uh, And it drives us nuts a little bit. But there are ways to be effective if you want to work on this, right? So there's – again, we talked about this uh, on a a prior podcast just a couple weeks ago. But just expecting to be in lower tax brackets or expecting to pay less to the government when you get into (laughs) retirement is a falsity. But if you strategize, you could. Yes, that's
0: true. You can. And so, I mean, again, it comes down to proper planning in advance, like a lot of this stuff does. So you can't wait to the last minute to buy, you know, long term care insurance. It's not going to work for you. You can't usually get it. Same thing with this. So you can't wait until you're retired to do tax planning, you know. Preparation for your retirement. So, make sure that you do some things ahead of time, set up different buckets of money. So, IRA, Roth IRA, taxable accounts, all those different types of buckets of money are taxed different ways. And so, check it out. Make sure that you're using those to your advantage while you're saving. Um, And then make sure that your financial advisor and your accountant are friends. You know, that's something that a lot of people just don't do, but make sure that they're friends and that they talk at least. And they, you know, have this conversation about what's going on with your plan and all, because a lot of times the advisor is looking to the future. Your accountant is just filing your taxes. Okay. But we can bring up things to your accountant that, you know, we can make sure that these things are properly planned for in the future. And we just tend to have a forward looking view more than accountants do a lot of times. So, um and that's fine. It's good together as a team. You know, so have that conversation. Make sure you're going through that all the time and make sure that you keep up with what you can take advantage of and what you can't use throughout your retirement. And your advisor will help you with that, but just make sure that this is always a proactive thing that you're using yeah. uh to make good decisions throughout your retirement because no one likes to pay taxes and definitely you don't want to pay more than you have to. Right. So yep. um it's just not it's not good to do that. So you can You can make sure that you do these things legally the right way you can do this stuff and and make it work out where you're paying as little as possible.
1: Well, Nathan, you did a great job being a, a temporary doctor here today on our podcast. Should have gone to school for that. I'm telling that was, you what, I mean, yeah, you did, you did yeah. a good job. So, <laughs> uh, so we had a little fun with that. We got a little deep. We were all over the map here on this podcast when it comes to uh, having some fun with these different types of financial ailments or illnesses, if you will. So, again, at, at the end of the day, you know whether it's any of the stuff we talked about with tax planning or long-term care, or whatever the case is. We try to find interesting and in different ways to kind of bring some of these same topics back to, to the forefront. Make sure you're checking with a qualified professional. Nathan stated it numerous times. Make sure that you're checking with a professional about your situation before you take action. And of course, Nathan's here to help. If you're not already working with him, let him know. If you need some help, if you're all working with him and something's come up and things have changed, definitely reach out to him because he needs to know those things too. So uh, give him a call. Stop by the website. Whatever it takes. But take some action for yourself and your retirement with thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. You can subscribe on whatever platform you like to use. Find it all, again, at thefinancialanswer.com. All right, Doc, thanks for your time. I appreciate it.
0: I'll be sure to send you a prescription for the old fogies disease. There you go, yeah. <laughs> you can probably send me a bill, too. So. I will, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you next time here on the show. Sounds thanks, my good. friend. And have a good week.
1: We'll see you later, folks, right here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien.